Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho and eastern Oregon. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director of FCA here in Idaho. And my co-host this, today is Ryan Seals, our West Treasure Valley Area Director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Ryan, it's great to have you on the air today with me. Thanks, Ken. It's great to be here. Well, it's always fun to, to have somebody co-host with me, and uh, we're excited that you're here. And um, and we've got some got some really special guests on our show today. Why don't you tell our tell our audience who we got on the show today? Yeah, these these two um, are just some of my favorite people that I've gotten to know over probably the last four or five years. I would say uh, Kenneth and Nikki Enders. Um, they have lived in this area for a long time, uh, owned businesses, and so it's just going to be excited to talk to them today. Well, guys, it's it's great to have you on the show. Today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Well, we're uh, we're excited to visit with you guys about what God's been doing in your life, and I know Ryan. Before we get to that, we just want to. We had a, a golf scramble a couple, uh, uh, about a month ago, and uh, just incredible time. And, and we had some uh, just some some great folks that sponsored holes, and uh, it was a fun fun day, wasn't it? It was. I, I still cannot believe we had forty five teams that joined us this year. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So we had it out there at Falcon Crest in CUNA, and uh, I know our boards really stepped up and got a lot of whole sponsors and a lot of teams. And like you said, 45 teams, that's uh, that's the most teams we ever had. Yeah, yeah. And, and you worry, I've golfed a lot, you know, pace of play. I was thinking that we might be out there for 10 hours, but it ran great. It was really good, so... Well, and, and folks, we've got um, our next big event that's coming up for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is the FCA Bowl Breakfast at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And this year, ESPN's moved that bowl game to a very interesting date for us. It's January 3rd. So our bowl breakfast is going to be on two, on Thursday, January 2nd. And uh, we're almost ready to announce our, our speaker. Uh, we're trying to work through that right now. But uh, that's always a great, fun event as well, isn't it, Ryan? It is. Even when I was teaching, getting my students to come to that event, uh, it's just a, a blessing for them, those students, to hear a speaker with that kind of testimony and being around those those players that play in that bowl game. It's a lot of fun. Very unique event. So, folks, uh, fcaidaho.org can get some more information on that. Well, Kenneth and Nikki, we're excited to have you on the air today. And uh, I know you guys, uh, you guys grew up around here for the most part. Tell us a little bit about that and how you got involved in sports. And I know, I know, Kenneth, you you grew up. Uh, in, in Payette, but tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I grew up in Payette, not too far from here, um, and uh, always involved in sports since I was really, really young. Loved sports, and um, in high school, I was able to be involved in a pretty cool soccer team that won some state titles. We actually won three in a row, and but football really was my sport. It's kind of funny because both those things are at the same time, so you kind of, kind of, I don't think they let kids do that anymore, but. But I was able to, and that was pretty fun. And um, and so I actually, I kind of wanted to be a college football. I wanted to play football in college, you know, for for a, for a while, all, you know, all the way through school. And um, that kind of didn't end up being my path, you know. God had a different plan for me, and I ended up being a business owner. And um, but really, what was cool is I, I think I did have some really neat coaches, and just gave me a love to coach and communicate with kids. And just learned how you got to start communicating in different ways. And I own a CrossFit gym too. And 
And so we've, I've done some training on communicating with people in different ways. And so I just, I really love to get to just see how different people communicate and how you can get them to get the best out of them. And so, um, so yeah, I had an awesome experience um, in school and um, just, just love sports and love FCA. So playing football and soccer, um, man, what positions did you play? And, and three state titles at Payette. I know that they've been, you know, them and Fruitland have, have done really well over there. But what positions did you play in those two sports in high school? So um, in soccer, I was, I was, uh, I kind of did, a, kind of played everywhere. I was a midfielder. Um, and then um, when we would play, we had a couple teams that we played that had some kind of special kids on their team. And my coach was like, your job is to stay on that guy, glued to him. And a couple times I was glued to him so much that I got a red card one time. <laughs> I was like, hey, my job is to be glued to him, and that's what I'm doing. So, um, But there's a penalty kick one time, and you can't be glued to him on a penalty kick because you've got to keep give him a certain amount. Of <laughs> and so I was like, they're like, what are you doing, guy? So, um, so that was always really fun. And then um, in football, uh, I kind of did kind of a little bit of everything too. Um, I was a running back and a safety, and um, I was a kicker and a punter also. And, um, and so I got the opportunity to play in like the Shriner game and all that kind of stuff. And, and that was sh- sure fun. I got to meet a real, bunch of cool, cool guys, you know, that, and, um, but yeah, that was definitely a passion of mine for sure. Well, that's neat. And Nikki, tell us a bit about your involvement with, in the sporting arena and when, growing up. Sure. Well, I was a cheerleader all through high school and I loved it. I always figured that uh, cheerleaders were just encouragers with a megaphone. So uh, I, and that's still really the role that I play um, with sports, with our children and, um, and with the youth in our area is I just love to encourage them to do what they're supposed to be doing, to do what God's called them to do. And really, I think that's what cheerleaders are. So I guess I'm kind of still one at my heart. Well, I know just that, you know, I've gotten to know you the last few years. I know that you're a great encourager, so that that totally fits your calling. So, Yeah, and, and so, I mean, both, you know, cheerleading, football, soccer. And so currently, I, I know that you guys both help a little bit with some coaching that you do with with, with football and, and Nissa here. And uh, and then some, I know you've helped with cheerleading, I think, a little bit, like with the Upwards program maybe in Ontario. So do you guys want to maybe just talk about that a little bit? Sure. So, so I um, have been coaching now for for a while. So I started out with when my son was, you know, five or whatever, you know. And so I just kind of followed him all the way up. So we we do we do football and um, we do basketball. So now we're doing girls basketball too because we got a little girl. So um, so we've been doing all that kind of stuff. And what's really cool is I'm so fortunate and blessed to have Nikki because. Um, you know, uh, people probably had that coach where the guy is just—he's just doing his best, right? And he doesn't have that help. Well, it's pretty cool. I get to have that help, so she kind of keeps keeps the parents knowing what's going on and make sure our practices are a time that work for as many people as possible. When sometimes you're just like, "This is what you got," you know, you're practicing at this time. So she kind of works with that kind of stuff and and just keeps all that stuff organized. It's really awesome. And our little girl, she loves to cheer. And so that's pretty cool. She's uh, second grade. And so her and her little girlfriends have started a little cheer club in Nyssa. And we Nyssa hasn't had cheerleaders. Actually, the last year of high school that I was in was our last year that Nyssa's had cheerleaders at all. And so um, I've had quite a few people saying, hey, I think you're starting something back up again. So who knows where that will lead us. But um, 
I think uh, the women in our family, we just like to uh, encourage. A few weeks ago, I was able to come watch your son play in his football game, and it was fun because your, your little girl got in front of the entire home bleachers as a, as a second grader and did this, led this awesome cheer and got everybody involved. And I was like, oh, she's definitely a cheerleader's daughter right there. Um, tell us a little bit um, just about your, your relationship with, with the Lord and, and how you came to know the Lord at a young age and just kind of a little bit of your testimony growing up. Well, um, I, have, I was raised in a Christian home my entire life. My grandpa was a pastor. I was uh, raised in a home that loved the Lord. I, I grew up going to church every Sunday. So it's, for me, it's um, something that's just always been a part of my life. But as an adult, when Kenneth and I got married, um, you know, we, we had a choice. It was really funny. For the first time, we had a choice whether we were going to go to Sunday school or not, <laughs> whether we were going to go to Wednesday night services or not. And um, for us, uh, we made the choice that that was important. And we had uh, our first son. Uh, when we were relatively young, I was 19, and Kenneth was in his early 20s. And uh, that was something that was instilled in both of us, and we knew that um, that was a choice that we were made intentionally and on purpose to want to raise our family uh, to know the Lord and to have Him as the um, center of our lives. And so... Um, I've always known the Lord. I'm very thankful for a heritage of that, for a legacy um, and of knowing the Lord for all my life. And my testimony is definitely too long to tell here. So, But um, I, I'm kind of similar to Nikki. My grandpa is a pastor, and, um, and so we kind of grew up near them, and then we kind of uh, moved away. And, um, and so it's kind of what I was able to talk to at our Fields of Faith about how it's definitely a decision, you know, your your grandpa or your whoever can be, you know, the, love the Lord and be a Christian, but it's your decision. And so, um, to me, I think you know one thing that really when Nikki and I got married and we decided like this is what we want to do, we I think that was a turning point for me. Even though it was, if you think about it, that was a long way into my walk. Really, you know, I was twenty two years old, and I think at that time. Around that time is when I really made a, a real commitment to the Lord. That I'm like, when I saw my, you know, my son being born, you know what I mean? Like, that was a time that you go, whoa, like, you know, how am I going to raise this kid? You know what I mean? Like, and I want to do it like God wants me to do it. And so that was definitely a, a point in my life that changed me for sure. I know you guys love the Word of God, you know, love the Bible and what the Holy Spirit says to us. Is there any maybe life verses or maybe some passages maybe the Lord has parked you in recently that just, you know, have really spoke to you? The Lord has really, uh, you know, been imparting some really cool truths to you guys. Well, one of my favorite scriptures is found in John. It's John 15. Um uh, John chapter 15 and it's verse 16 and 17 and it just says you did not choose me but I chose you I appointed you to go and bear fruit fruit that will last then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name and I just love that he says you think that you chose me but really I chose you and you have a mission and you have a purpose in your life and I just really believe in living on purpose and really it's not just a cliche it's not just a saying but what are you here to do and I really feel like God's put us here with some very specific uh, callings, very specific purpose. And so to me, that verse is just kind of like I feel like is a verse for me that God's like, you need to remember that, that you didn't just choose me, but I chose you. I've got a plan for you. So what are you going to do with that knowledge? So that one always speaks to my heart. 
Um, and I'm glad you asked the question because I've been Acts is my favorite, you know, chapter in the Bible, and um, in Acts one eight it says, um, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people." Everywhere, basically, in Jerusalem and Samaria and all to the ends of the earth. And, to the earth. and um, I've just really been reminding my, our, our kids, not just our kids, but our, our FCA kids and youth kids of this, because um, this, to me, is a real faith building. If you read the before and after this portion, um, basically, you have a group of guys that were with Jesus that were like, doubting, were worrying, weren't sure what to do. Now, Jesus, right after this, he ascends into heaven, and he says, but kind of don't worry, because you're going to be getting the Holy Spirit. And so these guys, from going, you know, like I said, doubting and worrying and not sure, and they're scared, to they went and changed the world after this. And so, to me, that's real faith building to know that, yeah, we have that too, you know what I mean? And, and um and I've been encouraging some of my kids, like when you're able to speak about God, uh, that He will come and be your comforter, and He will. He, you have the Holy Spirit inside you once you've asked Him to, to live in your life, and He just gives you power that you didn't have before. And so um, that's just really been on my heart, and it's um, really encouraging. Well, that's that is encouraging. You know, hear about the Holy Spirit, and be to be reminded that the Holy Spirit is a comforter and our encourager. And, and and we see that in you guys. And so we know that, I mean, we know that you're tapping into Christ and that he's living in you guys. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here this morning on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with Kenneth and Nikki Enders over in Nyssa. And uh, I know Ryan, uh, Kenneth and Nikki, they've been involved with SCA. They're, all, they're on your board. And uh, and we want to want to talk to you guys a little bit about that. But I know uh, uh, they've been on your board for a couple years now, right? They have been, yeah. We started our board probably three years ago, and uh, I mean, right when we started it, I mean, these guys kind of, God put them on my heart, and I mean, I didn't still know them very well at first, but just over time, and just seeing when their son first came to camp, and just getting to know them more over time, like, yeah, we these guys need to be on this board. Yeah. Well, I know you guys have been involved in SCA. You're, you're help running the SCA huddles over here, and you're on Ryan's board. Tell us a little bit about you know, how you got involved in SCA and why you got involved in SCA and why you continue to be involved. Well, you know, it's been a few years now. So um, it's been a couple of years ago. Our son, actually, he was the end of his sixth grade year. And Ryan, we had seen him around at some different things. And he had said, hey, you know, you might want to go to FCA camp this summer. And we had never... We'd not really heard too much about it, and we had never known anyone that had gone anyways. Um, so we decided to do this. I was pretty apprehensive. He's my baby, and uh, end of a sixth grade year, so he's 12, and I was thinking, man, I'm dropping him off with strangers. What kind of a parent does this for a week-long camp? Um, but when we picked him up, he had had the best experience and such an encounter with God that it made all the difference to us. It was just like, wow, that was so amazing. Like, how do we learn more about this? And FCA started sending us mailers. They started sending us updates on what was going on. Ryan um, uh, started reaching out just a little bit more to us now that Andrew had gone to camp already. And um, we wondered if there was an FCA at our middle school. And we found out, did a little research, there's not one. And so we just asked Andrew, how do you feel about starting uh, an FCA huddle at your school? 
and would you be willing to help lead it because we need students there and and he said yeah and i said well you're gonna have to find some other kids that are willing to too and we found a great team of uh, kids that wanted to really openly share their faith in the lord and so we started it i guess it's been now three years ago um, and and it was just it was just an awesome awesome way to uh, expose the students to the Lord. Well, I just I just love hearing that story of just kind of what God's done through Andrew and through you guys over the last few years. And I want us to kind of go through. Um, so you guys start FCA Andrew's seventh grade year, and you get to the end of that year, and then Andrew kind of gets it on his heart. He's like, I I want to get some of my classmates to camp. So talk a little bit about. What you guys did, um, what you guys helped support these kids do to, to get um, some more NISA students to FCA camp. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, Andrew was like, that was so fun, right? At FCA camp, people got to know about this. You know, my friends need to know about this. And that was really probably the heart behind even starting the huddle group was like, and if you remember, Ryan, like that first year, I mean, you came a few times and basically that was a lot was what you're talking about was, hey, check it. Next summer, this thing is coming up, you know, and um, it really kind of got a little some excitement for sure in that group of kids. Um, and Andrew was able to tell him how much he loved it. And um, we just kind of got kids excited about it. I mean, kids got excited about it. And um, and I think that first year, and Nikki may have to help me, but we ended up sending do you remember how many there were the first year? Uh, I think seventeen. I think is around seventeen, something like that, and um, and so we uh, we we li- live in kind of a lower income community, you know, and so um, the the amount of money may be a lot for a few of the kids, and so we we're like, you know what, Nikki and I kind of wanted to, we kind of made a commitment to the kids that if you want to go, we'll make sure you can go, you know, and so that's kind of how that started, and they were like, well, why don't we have a fundraiser and FCA has lots of different fundraisers that can help kids go. But for us in our community, um, a couple of those fundraisers we thought might be a little harder, just the way they're structured or whatever, you know, um, there wasn't a lot of people from our community going to buzz over to the golf tournament. (laughs) So, so, um, so we just did a spaghetti feed and, um, and really the community turned out and we had plenty of money to send all the kids that we wanted to send or that, you know, that were involved and then I think even the next year we sent a few more, and um, it's kind of neat. Now there's been a couple communities that have kind of I think taken on that same thing. I think Adrian and I don't know, maybe somebody else, but they're doing kind of similar things where they're doing fundraisers, you know, for either steak feeds or spaghetti feeds or something like that. And so it's it's really helped a lot of kids um, be able to make it to camp for sure. Wow, that's so cool. So, yeah, that first year, I think you're right, somewhere around 15 kids, and then you guys did it again this last year, fundraised again, and, and I think some even some more kids come. I think I counted close to about 20, at least with this addresses anyway, that came to camp. So just what God's done through you guys is phenomenal. And I just want to ask you also, from from that, that what you guys have done, um, as you know, in our area here, um, we've had an event going on called Fields of Faith that we just had again in Nyssa for the second year in a row. I think this is our eighth Fields of Faith now that we've had here in the Western Treasure Valley. So talk about Fields of Faith um, this year, and if you want to talk about last year maybe a little bit too, and what, what God's done with that in this community. Well, uh, for us, when we got the opportunity to, um, the, when Ryan gave us the opportunity to host Fields of Faith, 
the the heart behind it was okay. This is a really big opportunity to tell people about the Lord, and let's leverage every um, advantage that we have. We're a small town, but you know we've got a great community behind us. So we advertised in the paper. We got it out on Facebook. We sent out mailers and flyers, and we really we really um, wanted to expose as many people. Of course, the focus is on youth. But we really exposed it to our entire community to come and support it. And we've had such great support the last two years. Um, I'm just, I'm wondering what we're going to do in the future even because people are beginning to think this is a staple in NISA and they do not want to see it go away. We've just had such tremendous um, outpouring. And really just the heart behind it was that we are called to go and tell other people and um, about the good news of Jesus Christ, about the gospel. It, it's really a command. And um, for us, we feel like we, we don't want to be secret detective Christians. We want everyone to know. Everyone should know um, that we're Christians and we're athletes. So we're, we're, we're around the community. We're doing a lot of stuff. But um, that we want everybody to be exposed and have an opportunity to hear testimonies, to hear um, that we're coming together and that our focus is on Jesus Christ, whether uh, no matter what we're doing. So uh, Fields of Faith has just been an awesome resource to have, to be able to do. And I, I like to always tell people, you know, like we all, a lot of us work in the church and stuff like that, and and we all want to see a harvest, right, of the people giving their lives to the Lord. That's really the, I mean, there's lots of other good stuff. We all grow in the Lord, but man, seeing somebody give their hearts to the Lord is so special. And so, um, you know, if you've been involved in a church for a long, long time, sometimes it's, I mean, even great churches, you know, you just, sometimes you just don't see it all the time. You know, we, we all have a heart to see it, but we don't get to see it all the time. And so what an opportunity. Now we've had two years and to see a, a decent amount of kids, a bunch of kids literally give their hearts to the Lord. And to me, it's like, um, I think we would, we would do, you know, all the work in the world to see that. Because we can work our tails off in other areas in life and not see that kind of harvest. And so it's definitely worth it. Fields of Faith, definitely worth it. Well, I know it's uh, the one at Skyview just happened this, this last week. And, and uh, it was a great turnout as well over there. It's, and like you said, I totally agree with you, Kenneth. I mean, it's like it's so exciting to see people, kids, you know, get excited about their relationship with God and wanting to get right with the Lord. So, well, I know uh, we just have a couple minutes left. And... Um, you guys have just been great examples of people getting involved and, and, and seeing a need and, and feeling it. And maybe we have some listeners out there, you know, today they're sitting here listening going, hey, how, you know, man, I want to get involved with this. You know, what, what would you say to those folks out there that maybe grandmas or grandpas or dads and moms, aunts and uncles that, that want to get involved with something like this at their school and their community? I would say um, it's it's an awesome opportunity really to get to um, get to know young people, get to encourage young people. And it's so, so needed. So if you're somebody, like you said, that's, you know, in the community community and uh, you have a heart for the Lord and and maybe sport, um, there's definitely an opportunity um, with FCA to pour into your community, your, your youth and your community and um, it's so valuable. And like I said before, it's so cool because the, the neat thing about FCA, they give you the tools to really get to see a harvest. You know, and that's all what we want to see. We want to really see a harvest. And, and, you know, we may be floating around on our own trying to do things.
But the cool thing, like I said, about FCA is they give you actual tools that you can actually see something happen. Um, and so that's it's been it's been great. Well, guys, thanks for being on the show today with us. Uh, Kenneth and Nikki Enders, we just appreciate you guys so much uh, taking time to, to be on the air on the Heart of the Athlete. And, and Ryan, thanks as well for being our co-host today. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, Ken. I think we could interview these two all day. Yeah, we could do another segment, couldn't we? Well, folks, if you're wanting more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you can go to fcaidaho.org, and that's our local uh, website, as well as fca.org, which is our national website. And then if you're interested in uh, the FCA Bowl Breakfast coming up uh, January 2nd, uh, you can get some information there. So, well, Kenneth and Nikki, thanks again so much for, for being on the show today. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. And uh, we love being able to partner with FCA. So we appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having us today. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL The Voice. You're